Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to week number eight here on the DFS Dreamer podcast on the Fantasy Impact Today Network. I am one of your hosts, Wes Easley. You can find me on Twitter at Loafinit, of course. And don't forget to follow the show at FI Today with a little underscore. But enough of my rambling on. But enough of my jibber jabber. I need to bring in Mr. Wilson, as I called him earlier tonight, because he... He he deserves some respect. His name is Pee Wee. Uh, you can find him at Pee Wee. I can't. I can't even do it now, Pierre. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I didn't know if I was supposed to yell Dennis after you gave me the Mister Wilson. Dennis, uh, how are we doing this evening? Doing good. You can find him at Pee Wee Thirty One over on Twitter. Uh, Pierre, we got to get into it. We got we got a football game going on. We're recording this on Thursday night while the game's going on. We got another show. We're going to do another show. We'll uh, include the DFS Dreamers in there on that. You and I have been uh, I don't know what are we a tag team partner here on this one for the Pick and Pick Skin <laughs> Winners podcast over on the Aaron Torres Media uh, as well. We're going to try and link those two up a little bit. We're, it's Halloween, so we're just gonna we're just gonna dress in different costumes tonight and do a couple of podcasts and have fun doing them. <laughs> But I, I couldn't think of another a better partner that I'd want to have on that pick and pick skin winners to fill in for John Frisella while he's out at Legend Sports Seven. You can always follow him over there. Uh, but but you know I, I I thought about you because you always give me such good tips, not only in DFS but also in you know uh, point totals. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean they all kind of tie together. You have to use you know Vegas and spreads and odds. I feel when you're you're making your DFS lineup, so they they tie together, and I'm looking forward to to dabble in a little bit with that one as well. <laughs> so here on the DFS Dreamers, we concentrate, of course, on the DFS uh, strategies that we have for DraftKings. Okay, DraftKings, we we concentrate on this one for the mm-hmm. classic lineup, I believe is what it's called, on Sunday afternoons. All 12 games this week. And, of course, you know what week this is, Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> it is Halloween week, Pierre. So it is. We- yeah, and so we're going to do a little bit of Halloweenish kind of a theme, a Halloweeny theme. I don't know. That's not good. That's not good. <laughs> Halloweenish theme. That, that's uh, yeah. a little better. <laughs> All right. So uh, we have starting out at quarterback for us at eighty one hundred. We have Josh Allen. Boy, he's up there. He's the top of the ladder for the quarterbacks as as far as that goes. And and with this, I want you to pick out from Josh Allen at eighty one hundred. Mm-hmm. To Joe Burrow at seventy one hundred, which is the top five there, I think it is, or top four, which is a big point difference, by the way, or dollar difference. Yeah, I, I, nine dollars. For Halloween theme, I want you to pick one quarterback that would trick you on Sunday afternoon and not reach their three times value that we like to get here on the DFS Dreamer podcast. Ooh, this is this is unique here. So Thank trick. You. Thank Let's you, yeah. see who's gonna trick me. I like these. I like all these guys. Yeah, they're pretty good. You know, with Josh <laughs> Allen against Miami, we know he's gonna light it up, and they don't let off the throttle. So I think that he could reach that twenty-four I, point total pretty easy. Matthew Stafford against Houston. I was wondering if you would pick him because he's got to get to that twenty-two, twenty-three point mark. He's at seventy-six hundred. Tom Brady's at seventy-four hundred, which means he's got to get to the twenty-one, twenty-two. And he's against New Orleans, who's not a terrible defense. Mm-hmm. Herbert, of course, uh, having that bye week, but he's got to play New England, who seems to be maybe putting their act together. He's at seventy-three hundred, so he's got to get to that twenty-one. 122 point mark and then Jalen Hurts at 72 against Detroit and and then Joe Burrow against the Jets at 7100. I think I'm going to probably go Joe Burrow to be really the, to to be the trick and it's just because I expect he'll probably blow out the Jets. So I don't think he'll have to do much. Um games pass, you know, he relies a lot on his, his supporting cast, his receivers, him and Chase, you know, connecting Higgins uh, but I think Mixon could be more involved here. You're, you got to think that Zach Wilson's out for the Jets. I'm pretty sure they might be starting your guy, Smoking Smoking Joe, uh, might get his uh, appearance. But I just think that the, the Bengals will probably blow them out, so I don't think he'll need to throw the ball much. I've never heard of that guy, Pierre. I've never heard of that guy. <laughs> and, and who do you think will treat you this week? Who is going to be the best quarterback out of this bunch who you know it will give you a big treat? I'll probably go right at the top. Um, it's pretty close. I have Stafford um, graded out better, uh, but I like Josh Allen, 8,100, coming off the bye. I feel like he's going to be ready to roll. Plus, he has that upside. Like, he's gotten, you know, 30-plus points three times already this season himself. 
he's had some pretty good games against Miami. Not much that first one, uh, beating them down 35 to nothing. But when you look into like last season, he put up a 37 burger uh, against them in week two. So uh, Josh Allen's probably the one I lean, but it's pretty close with no, I, Stafford there. Yeah, and, and 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 to me, Stafford just has put up some duds sometimes. And this is another uh, walk in the park for the Los Angeles Rams. It seems like maybe it's a wake up call. What happened with them against Detroit last week? You know, and and you know they're not going to come out flat like they did last week and just get caught off guard <laughs> or whatever. Well, I told happened. you that was going to happen. I told you like <laughs> the same thing happened with Brady going to England. I said they're yeah. going to play the former team. And that game's going to be closer than people think. Yeah, and, and so maybe it's a wake-up call. Maybe they'll come out smoking hot, but I, I I don't know. I like Jalen Hurts, too, to give me a little bit of treat. I think he's going to hit that point total anyway as a top-rated quarterback. He always seems to come through to get those 20-point marks. So Yeah, in the fourth quarter. He'll, he'll get it all in the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go to that next tier here. We've got a 6,600 Ryan Tannehill. All right, I'm not going to – Russell Wilson isn't playing. All the way down to uh, Trevor Lawrence at 5,500. So it's a big one. So we're okay. just going to go through them pretty quickly quick here would you rather have these guys okay let's start down there trevor lawrence and would you rather have him and i don't think baker's gonna play this week he might play uh so we'll just but we'll skip him we'll we'll skip baker i don't know if he'll play or not they (laughs) what do you think i think he will it sounded like in in the 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 press conference that i heard that he was he was kind of itching to play uh he was limited at practice um today as well so i think he'll try to get out there but i take trevor lawrence over baker mayfield this week Okay, Trevor or Tua? I'm going to stick with Trevor. Um, I like the matchup against the Seahawks there. Okay, Trevor at 5,500 or Sam Donald at 56? You don't have to answer that question. (laughs) Yeah, it's still Trevor. I'm not sure. (laughs) Sam Donald uh, is seeing ghosts again, apparently. Trevor or Jimmy G here against my Chicago Bears? I'm going to stick with Trevor again. I don't blame you. Uh, No, well, I don't know. Tampa Bay lit him up last week against Chicago. I <laughs> it's true. It's just it's Jimmy Garoppolo. It's not Tom uh, Brady. So. For Halloween night, you know what I'm going to do? Halloween night, I'm going to rewatch that Tampa Bay Bears game and get scared again. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like depression than it is scared. If a kid comes up in a in a Tom Brady outfit, I'm going to run the other direction. Trevor, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence or Carson Wentz, your guy, at 5700. Yeah, it's my guy. I'm going Wentz. Uh, I, I like him against Tennessee. I'll actually be at this game, so. Uh, hoping he has a, a pretty good one, and I'm going Wentz here. Wentz or Matt Ryan? Ryan's been good, but I'm going I'm to stick with Wentz. Uh, he just seems healthier. Uh, big game for the Colts. Big total, biggest total on the slate right now at 51, which is actually pretty shocking to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of the other games are, you know, prime time, standalone games. So I like Wentz. Wentz or Winston? It's a little revenge factor here. Uh, it is. Jameis to, to play better. Uh, I do think the Bucks defense is also playing better, though, so I'm going to stick with Wentz. And finally, Wentz or Tannehill in that same game? Probably Tannehill. Um, he looked a lot better uh, against the Chiefs last week. Uh, he can use his legs also. Uh, tough. Again, this tough game, but they one point, one point spread, one and a half right now. Uh, Coach's favorite by one and a half, but I, I think I'd take Ryan Tannehill just slightly over Wentz. Okay, okay. I can understand that. I can believe that as well. All right, we got Ben, ben Roethlisberger against the Cleveland Browns at 5,400, Pierre. And then we have the rest of the field. So we're going mm-hmm. Big Ben and the rest of the field. And let's just pick some sleepers, some people maybe that you think will do well and uh, people I think I'll do well or that I think will do well. We'll just kind of take turns here. And I'll go first. Okay. Go ahead. Joe Flacco! Joe Flacco <laughs> at 4,300, Pierre! <laughs> I don't know who that is. Who's, who's Joe? <laughs> no, I don't know. I, you know, Joe. Joe's gonna get it. I don't. I who knows? I, I don't know. I forty three hundred is so cheap for a quarterback. You you can almost go in and and let's remember what he did with the Jets a little bit. He's got a big arm. They got some players that can run down the field. And I, I know Cincinnati is Cincinnati, but if they get down, they're gonna have to throw the ball a lot. If he gets a start. I'm not scared. Of, I'm not scared to build a lineup with Joe Flacco. You know me. Yeah, I'm well aware, well aware of that. But uh, I don't. I don't think he's going to start. I know. I'm pretty sure he's away handling a personal matter, and he's not even due to report until tomorrow. Uh, so Mike White will probably get the start. Uh, but it would be fun, you know. 4,300 Joe Flacco. That would be entertaining. I'm, I know you would have him. He'd probably do well, so you could laugh at all of our faces. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, your turn. <laughs> I'm going to go with Teddy Two Gloves, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, 5,400. 
going up against that that Washington football team defense. He really just hasn't been the defense that they were last year. Uh, 28th ranked. He's getting Jerry Judy back uh, to add to Sutton. So Teddy Bridgewater will be the the guy I like in this range at 5,400. I don't play. I had him on my list. And, and I'm going to go ahead and say this one. And it made me my nightmare. I'm going to say Justin Fields against the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, look at that. Defense, that defense has not impressed me at all. At some point, Justin Fields has to wake up, has to smell them smelling salts. Nagy has got to turn him loose. I I, I mean, I, I, I want to be out ahead of this like you've taught me to do over the years. <laughs> and at 5K, he just has to get to 15. He, I don't know that he's got there yet. <laughs> I mean, the defense is the 31st-ranked DraftKings defense against San Francisco. If there's going to be a week, it's got to be this week. And and if not, then I'm calling for Andy Dalton anyway at 4,900. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's talented. Um, A lot of blaming Nagy. Um, I know I think he he may have tested positive for for COVID himself, so I'm not even sure uh, if he's going to coach this weekend or not. That'd be something to to monitor for sure. But Are you serious? uh, Yeah. Matt Nagy? What a blessing. <laughs> That's what a lot of Bears fans are saying. Uh, obviously, I'm a Cubs fan, so I follow a lot of Chicago fans. And I can't say I've seen people cheer for an illness like I've seen that happen. But hopefully, he's okay. Hopefully, he recovers. Uh, but, yeah, uh, 5K against the 49ers. Uh, hopefully, the, the weather's good there in Chicago. Uh, starting to turn uh, cold here in Indiana, so it's probably going to be the same there. But uh, I don't mind him at 5K. Um, I think I would probably take a look. And it's tough because I don't I don't know if this is going to play out too well. But Mac Jones seems to be turning the corner here. Mm. He's only fifty two hundred. He's going out to to Los Angeles to, to face the Chargers. Uh, he's got back to back where he's he's hit that three times the value. Really three out of four uh, when you look at it. Um, I really like him. Uh, I think Belichick you know trusts him. He, he's learning the McDaniel's offense. So I go Mac Jones probably going to be trailing in this game versus the Chargers and having to pass a little bit more as well. Uh, so he'd be the probably the last guy I like down here personally. Yeah, me me too. I I didn't even put him in that list just because it's Charger defense. Uh, good good thing. And and I I feel like I'm behind on the news. We went to the pumpkin patch and stuff like that yesterday. Fall festival then last night. So we've been really really busy as a family. Then mm-hmm. I was at ballet classes afternoon. I looked at the news though and the news reports of different things. Uh, and I didn't see those things on on Roto somebody or something or you know one of the Rotos. <laughs> so, There's plenty hey, of them. Let's go over to tight ends, uh, Pierre. We usually don't go to tight ends quite this early in the show, but I do want to go to tight ends this week. It was kind of interesting to me. And uh, let's start at 6,300 with Kyle Pitts, top tight end of the week, by the way, dollar price-wise. Uh, and we'll go down to 4,500 and Higby, all right? 4,500 and Higby. And this is my question to you. Out of okay. these top guys, we'll kind of run this list here, and I'll start at Kyle Pitts, and we'll go down. Uh, when you were trick-or-treating as a kid, and you'd go to that house, and they'd give you an apple. You know what I mean? Like, they give you the apple. And you're like, what? Apple? What? <laughs> you know, give me the candy. And, and especially those houses with the whole bar. Like, they give you the whole bar, you know? So there's – I'm presenting the two different dynamics, either the fruit cup or the apple or the whole bar. You know what, you, you know what I'm talking about. That, that, the, the whole bar house is the house where you're like, okay, I'm going back to that house That's twice your favorite. tonight. Especially if you're, like, last and they, like, dump the rest – in your bag, that was the best. When you were the last kid of the night, got got the rest of the bowl. That was a good time. Hey, by the way, to all you know, I doubt any, any uh, we can put the connection together. But any of those people in the neighborhoods that I went trick or treating at, thank you, yeah. Th- thank you for giving me candy. <laughs> I I feel like when I'm buying candy for the kids around the neighborhood, and I like the kids, and I, I I don't mind giving them candy. But I'm going, boy, what a bunch of mooches. You know, just they're coming up to the house begging for candy, asking, and I don't mind giving them candy. But I, at the same time, I look at the price of candy. I'm going, holy cow, look at yeah, the price of that it's candy. up there. You so see the commercial just, with uh, Baker Mayfield giving the nachos? <laughs> I love that commercial. It's just what it reminded me. I'm sorry. But no, no, and and so I'm just extending a thank you. Thank you to everybody who buys candy, gives it to the kids, uh, and, and so forth. That's that's very nice of you, and thank you to everybody who gave me candy as a kid. That trick or treat. All right, so our Kyle Pitts, is he going to give you an apple or is he going to give you the whole bar? He's the whole bar. Uh, he's, 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 he's showing up now. Slow start as, as most uh, rookie tight ends have or back to back weeks, you know, they're in London almost went for 30, you know, 29.9 might as well round up to 30, uh, nine catches for 119, a touchdown, had a bye week came back at Miami, uh, seven catches, 163 for 26.3. So he's, 
he's a whole bar tight right now. Um, I think he's he might be too cheap. He's if he continues this, he's going to start being in that Kelsey category where you might Ooh. just have to look to to play. Ooh, uh, it, next year is he going to have tight end eligibility or will it be a wide receiver? I think he's still going to have you know tight end eligibility. I know he's been lining up uh, out in the slot quite a bit, but if they're listing him as, as tight end, that's where he's going to be. Ooh, uh, maybe both, maybe dual eligibility. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, gives people too many options. I don't, I'm oh, not a big baby. fan of the dual. Or Daryl Patterson and Kyle Fizzle <laughs> the same thing. Hey, TJ Hawkinson, uh, will he be an Apple guy or will he give you the whole bar? I, I like TJ this week, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give the whole bar as well uh, to, to TJ. He's starting to see his, tar- his targets go up again, uh, nine and eleven in back to back weeks. Uh, he's been questionable, you know, dealing with ankle knee issues, but he's he's getting in limited practices. Going up against the Eagles, we just saw Foster Moreau have a big game against them. Uh, so I do like Hawkinson to to give me the whole bar. Just sicky this week against Buffalo. I'm going to say you're going to say he's giving you the apple this week. Yeah, he's a he's an apple guy this week. Had him last yeah. week. I was glad I had him last week. Uh, had him with Tua. That worked out pretty well. But he's he's definitely going to be an apple guy this week. Noah Fant, I'm going to say you're going to say he's a bar guy this week. But my question to you is this. Which bar is Pierre's choice of bar? So I'm a I'm a Twix guy myself. I love oh. Twix. That's my that's my favorite. That's the ones that I try to steal from my daughter or at least bargain bargain with her to, to talk a couple of daddies away. Uh, and I do think Fant's going to be a whole bar as well. Uh, again, they're getting healthier. Uh, so with Judy back, you know, he's still got Sutton there. He he's, he could lose some targets, but good matchup against the Washington football team, who's was actually a pretty cheap defense this week also. Uh, so got to be careful here going with all these Broncos, but I, I do like Fant. Uh, Dallas Goddard uh, over in Philadelphia against Detroit, 4,700, Apple or Bar? <sighs> I, I think I think he's – I want to go – I want to go Bar, but I think I'm going to go Apple. And it's just because Hertz just hasn't – he hasn't looked great. I know he's getting the fancy points. He's getting the points you need. But a lot of that, I think we both talked about the whole Blake Bortles thing where he's he's getting a lot of that in garbage time. Uh, we expected Goddard to kind of have that that breakout last week once once Hertz was gone. Didn't quite happen. Still only saw five targets, uh, three for 70. Not bad, you know, but I just don't think he's a whole bar type if that's the production he's going to get. But they, they got to let Fields do the same thing. You know what I mean? I mean, just yeah. uh, uh, Hertz is a one man show out there and he he does what he needs to do. It's not resulting in victories yet, uh, but the fantasy points are there. So maybe it will result in victories at some point in his career. And he's a good kid. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Jalen Hurts will improve each and every year. And that's the one thing I, I'd love to see. Gronk. Gronk is back in action at forty six hundred. <laughs> is he going to be able to do it against New Orleans? And he's fully healthy. Yeah, I'm going to give him the whole bar. Uh, he opened up really hot, uh, really good games. You know, 29 to 19. He had four for 55 before that injury there uh, with the Rams. So I, I do like Gronk. He, he seems to be, you know, healthy again. I know he's dealing with ribs, but gotten a full practice today. So I'm going to going to go full bar for old Gronkowski. Okay. What about Tyler Higby? He's our last one here at 4500. Uh, I'll probably go with a. Uh, we, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Apple. It's tough because he's so hit or miss. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Cooper Cup's the only person getting catches there. It seems like it with the Rams. Like every time the ball's you know thrown in the air, it's going to Cup. So I'm going to go Apple with, with Higby. The rest of the field is Hunter Henry, 4200, and then it's down, and it and it and it, and it falls off the the edge really quick, Pierre. I mean, I know we got Mo Alley Cox down there at 3200, but do we want to trust Mo Alley Cox as a touchdown dependent tight end? I don't know. Gerald Everett, we can't trust him. Jared Cook, we can't trust him. Johnson, who is he still even playing? I don't even. Fryermuth, you know, against Cleveland, that's a real tough one. C.J. Uzama, though. He was one of those guys at 3,700 mm-hmm. who really came through last week. His price didn't go up all that much. I, well, maybe it went up a lot, but it still doesn't seem too outrageously priced for somebody who put up great production last week. Yeah, he had a big week. Uh, he only had three targets, but he took two of those three targets to the house uh, for a touchdown. He's he's had a really a solid a solid game, uh, three out of four himself. Uh, I don't mind Uzama. Uh, I think if 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 um. Johnu Smith, he's he's been a little hurt, a little limited. Uh, so if he's out, Hunter Henry is going to have his own revenge game mm-hmm. uh, there against the, the Chargers there at 4,200. I know Johnu practiced a bit uh, today, so just watch that situation. But he's really been the one that, that Mac Jones has been depending on uh, down the, the red zone. 
Uh, you look at touchdowns, he's got a touchdown in four straight games uh, himself. Whether he keeps that up, I'm not sure. Uh, but I do like him a lot more if, if John o. Smith were to miss. Uh, you mentioned Allie Cox. Don't mind him. I'm not sure he's getting the, the targets, but he's a big body. Another guy that they use uh, in the red zone. I actually like Jared Cook uh, quite a bit this week. He's grading out really well for me at, at 3,400. Uh, Belichick tends to, to try to take away uh, your, your best player. I assume that's going to be like an Eckler or, uh, you know, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. It's, it's not going to be Jared Cook. <laughs> so I feel like he, he could be the, the beneficiary of that. Uh, so I do like Jared Cook quite a bit at 3,400. What do you think about Dan Arnold this week? He's at twenty-eight. He's at twenty-eight hundred. He had uh, eight targets. He had five targets against Miami. Only five fantasy points that week. Eleven fantasy points the week before. I'm not sure if that was in his Jaguars days or uh, Carolina days. To be honest with you, now it's got to be the Jag days. Uh, <laughs> do you think that he can come off that bye week, being an intricate part of that offense, since they really don't have a lot of people to throw to? Hey, Dylan, it's, it's possible. He, he is great now, uh, pretty well right now. I think he's fourth uh, when it comes to points per dollar. So that's the, the positive sign. I've just never been a big fan. There were folks saying, you know, Coates should have went after him. And I think he's been on multiple teams for a reason, uh, a couple of big drops. But this is a good matchup for him. Again, he's, he's great now pretty well projection-wise this week. So if there is a week to take a chance on him, it's probably this week. Over at the DFS Dreamers, we like to look over at wide receivers. And when we look over at wide receivers, Pierre, uh, we, we, we try to think of whether or not they're going to perform well. Now, let me just mm-hmm. tell everybody this. Cooper Cup is at 9K. <laughs> Little Cooper Cup is the most expensive player on the DraftKings board. How, how in the world does that happen? That's a weird – and he's and he's getting 28.9 fantasy <laughs> DraftKings That's points unreal. for real. <laughs> Unreal. Have you seen the movie uh Draft Day? Yes. Well this I is think. this yeah. is this is Cooper Cup no matter what. Okay. That's what I'm just gonna start doing every week. I'm gonna have my little post-it, I'm gonna fold it in my pocket. It's just a reminder no matter what. to play okay. Cooper Cup no matter what, just like Devontae Mack, no matter what from draft day. <laughs> So there's not a lot of, uh, I mean, the, the games are weird this week. Like, it seems like the big names are all playing on different nights. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, these guys aren't that great, you know, or, you know, not really that like, Ooh, I got to get him. I got to get him. So for me, it went from Cooper cup all the way down to Evans for that first tier, uh, cup at nine K Evans at seven K. And, and I got to ask you this question as we go through these guys and you'll answer this okay. question for me. Is he going to be a monster this week? Or okay. is he going to give us a ghost? You know, is he going to ghost out? You know what I mean? Yeah, is he, yeah, we ain't going to be able to <laughs> see him. Monster Mash. It was a Monster Mash. <laughs> so Cooper Cup. <laughs> Cooper Cup is going to be a monster this week. Yes. Monster. Monster, monster. No matter what, I'm just playing Cooper Cup. Okay. <laughs> no questions asked. I got no you. No questions so, asked. Play Stephon Diggs, who hasn't really hit those price points like we'd like and we expected out of him earlier this season, he's at 8,100. Will he get to 24? Will he be a monster or a ghost at the end of the week? I, I think it's a, it's probably going to be a ghost. I like him. I think he's going to do well. That 24 is hard to get, though, um, because they do have Emmanuel Sanders. They, they have Cole Beasley. The one thing that may help him uh, is Dawson Knox is going to be out uh, with the, the finger issue that he has. Uh, so that's a, a few more targets that could go Diggs well, Diggs way. He kind of had a, a good bounce back. He was right there around that 24 against the Titans on that Monday night game that they lost. But again, it's the Dolphins. They could blow him out, may not have to, to really put the foot down. So I'm going to stick with Ghost, but I think he'll have a pretty good game. The next fella is at 7,700. He's playing against the New England Patriots. He plays for the Los Angeles Chargers. And I feel like I need to call him Mr. Williams because he's been <laughs> nasty this year. Okay. He's been nasty. And uh, mm-hmm. do you think that he will be a monster this week or a ghost? I'm going to say ghost, but I'm going to be wrong because I've been wrong on him every <laughs> every week. Whenever I say he's going to be bad, he's he's not. He goes for like 30. So get ready to play Mike Williams because he's going to go for 30 because I'm calling him a ghost this week. I think you're going to say Terry McLaurin at 7,600 against the Denver Broncos is going to ghost out this week. I am. He's he's a ghost. I like Denver's defense. They're in altitude. Uh, I'm not sure on Heineke. He, he, he has some spurts where he looks pretty good. Then there's times where he just looks awful. Uh, so with that inconsistent quarterback, you're going to see ins- inconsistent performances from his receivers. So I'm going to say ghost on McLaurin. Will Jamar Chase be a young Frankenstein this week and be a monster or at 7,500 or will he ghost out? I'm going to say he's going to ghost out. Uh, he, he's kind of gotten every other 
game trend right now where it's what 37 13 30 13 22 13 23 so this is a 13 week if he continues that trend so i'm gonna say ghost i don't want to ask if debo samuel's gonna hit that price point against the bears i mean mike <laughs> we saw what mike evans did last week is and debo's averaging 24 DraftKings points per week yeah. he's at 7400 ghost or monster yeah he's a monster uh even with jimmy g there uh, watch his calf. Uh, he's 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 limited himself, but I feel like he's going to play. He's getting all the targets there. Remember, there's no Kittle. Iuk isn't the guy that everyone thought he was going to be. So Debo's that number one. And as you stated, uh, the the Bears giving up some. Even the Mike Evans, but I mean, even Godwin had like a hundred plus yards and a touchdown as well. So with Debo being that main guy uh, there for San Fran, he's a monster for me. I know it's the Atlanta defense, and I know who DJ Moore is. But to me, DJ Moore plays more like Casper than he does like a monster at times. Is DJ Moore going to be a monster or a ghost? Uh, he's a ghost. <laughs> Which, would that mean he, he's going to be a monster? Because his quarterback sees ghosts. So maybe that's <laughs> a good thing for him. But no, I, don't, I don't think Moore is going to get there again. Him and, him and Darnold started off really hot. Uh, they might be able to find their way um, against the Falcons who struggle, but I, I got to see Darnold put it together again. Mike Evans is definitely one of those players that's built a little bit different, just like Frankenstein was. Is he going to be a monster or a ghost this week against New I'm Orleans? A ghost. Um, he's really had trouble with Marshawn Lattimore in the mm-hmm. past, and and that's who he's probably going to see. Uh, with that being the case, it'll probably be a better you know game for like a Godwin or Antonio Brown if he returns. I'm going to go ghost uh, with with Evans just because I think Lattimore is going to shadow him as he has in in previous years. Let's go from 6,900, A.J. Brown, down to 6,100, Antonio Brown. Let's go to the Brown brothers, all right? (laughs) And and just give me a couple guys that you like in here. Uh, You don't have to – just a couple guys you like. I do like uh, A.J. Brown right there at the top. Uh, He had a big game last week against the Chiefs. He's now coming to Indy to face my coats. Uh, Julio Jones still a little banged up, didn't practice again today. Uh, which will make him the the main right receiver target. Uh, so I do like AJ Brown there at 6,900. Uh, going down, I, I think you got to look at Calvin Ridley at 6,600. Um, everyone thought he was going to have that big explosion uh, coming back last week. Didn't really happen. Uh, he still saw 10 targets though. So that's all but one game that he's seen double digit targets. Uh, right now, uh, Pitt seems to be the one catching everything, but you got to expect Ridley to have that big day at some point. Uh, you definitely want to get out in front of that. Uh, so I don't mind Ridley at 6,600. Don't mind a guy above him uh, for the same kind of reasons with, with Deontay Johnson, just because the targets that he gets uh, from Roethlisberger, he's gotten double digit and all but one as well uh, going up uh, against the Browns there uh, on the road. So they, they may get behind, may have to, to pass the ball themselves. So Deontay Johnson, 6,700, I feel is also in play. And then I mentioned it earlier. I think it'll probably be a Godwin week again, uh, just because I expect Lattimore uh, to kind of shadow Mike Evans. So sure. Godwin at 6,400 would be the other one I don't mind. Sure. I, I, I understand that completely. And the way Tom Brady likes to spread it around, I could see why Godwin would take his turn this week. All right. So uh, the rest of the field here, we could, we could take turns from 5,900 all the way down, from Marvin Jones Jr. all the way down to everybody. And I know you mentioned Julio Jones being a little bit questionable, but A.J. Brown had a good week last week. If uh, Julio Jones, who doesn't need to practice, he could just go out there. Uh, and I'm sorry to all the Tennessee fans who are realizing now, which I'm sure they already did because they had their eyes on Atlanta Falcon football as well. Just what Julio Jones does coming in and out of a lineup. But I would say Julio's mm-hmm. in play at 5,800 this week if he does play. Who do you got? Uh, I like uh, my guy. I like Michael Pittman Jr. Oh, uh, yeah. He's currently great now as the, the best uh, receiver point per dollar on the slate. Uh, at 5,300 going up against the, the Titans indoors. Uh, we kind of saw what he could do <laughs> in prime time uh, against the, the 49ers. Uh, so I do like Pittman there at 5,300 quite a bit this week. And I know I can choose between a Buffalo Bill, but you got you got to pick one Bill, and I don't mind picking <laughs> Emmanuel Sanders because he gets that four, uh, you know, that 14, 15 point range all the way up to 20. It seems is where his ceiling is somewhere in that 26. I think he scored the highest this year so far for him, but he's only at 5,400. So it's either him or Beasley for me. So I'll take Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, I like it. I like Sanders as well. Um, out of that group, uh, 54, good price. Again, he's still in some of the. Some of the passes from Diggs that we talked about earlier, uh, big total uh, for the Bills as well. You're looking at 31 and a half highest team total on the slate. So Sanders is a good pick. I like T. Higgins. Uh, he's there at 5,200. Uh, you got to look at Chase. 
This is supposed to be an off game for Chase. If you look at his trend uh, and at 13, uh, Higgins is still seeing a big amount of targets. Uh, it's tough because they have weapons now. You know, you got Chase, you mentioned Uzama. Uh, Tyler Boyd's kind of been the odd man out, but I feel like 5,200 too cheap for T. Higgins. Coming off a big target game where he got 15 targets last week, only caught seven. He catches a few more of those balls. He's going to pay off. You're only looking for about 15 to 16 points from him. Uh, so I do like him at 52. Washington's defense is just down in the dumps. Give me Jerry Judy coming back off of injury Ooh. at 4,900. They like to reward those people who have worked hard coming off of injury, and I think that he'll be able to add a touchdown this week to his totals. He averaged 13 DraftKings points last year, so I think if he finds the end zone, he'll be able to hit that 15-point total. Okay, yeah, that's nice. I, I like Judy. Uh, you never know coming off injury, but that's a that's an interesting pick. Uh, I'm going to go with a, a rookie, uh, Devontae Smith. Uh, there for Philadelphia at 5,500. Uh, he's scoring. He's he's only down. So Pittman I had as the highest uh, point for dollar, followed by Godwin, and then Devontae Smith comes in third. Uh, good price at, at 5,500 against the Lions. We saw what Cup just did. Granted, Cooper Cup, but Lions haven't been great. They haven't won a game. Uh, if Hurts is going to you know figure it out, it's going to be this guy. He's still seeing good targets as well, seeing nine, uh, basically nine or more, three out of the last four weeks himself. So Devontae Smith, 5,500 is the guy I like in this ring. I like Russell Gage at 4,200. He came <laughs> back with authority last week. Six targets. You know how I like the bottom feed, Pierre, but he had 16, mm-hmm. uh, seven, almost 17 DraftKings points last week. So 4,200 will reach him to that spot. And he's, he's he's pretty much, I mean, it's almost like he catches a touchdown all the time. I know that Carolina defense is a little bit tough, but uh, Sam Darnold puts the other team in good scoring position. Who you got? Yeah, it gets ugly down here. Uh, Chenault, I think, could be in play, 4,700 uh, at Seattle. Again, Trevor Lawrence is, is grading out pretty well. Seattle's defense kind of struggling. He saw 10 targets uh, against the Dolphins back in week six. Uh, he got another week of rest himself, so I feel like him and, and Trevor could maybe be more in line since that London game. So uh, give me LaVisha Chenault at 4,700. Okay, that, I think I, that, that may be the bottom of it. I don't know. <laughs> you, you didn't say Allen Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> I did say Fields earlier, didn't you I? You did. You said Fields. Well, it's got to yes, be him or Mooney. It's got to be yes, one. It's, well, it's going to be Mooney I, I, if, if it's going to be either one of them. It's not Allen Robinson. It's not going to be Allen Robinson. We're, we're going to see Allen Robinson's helmet thrown across the field at some point this year. It's just <laughs> he's got to have a week. At some point, he's got to have a week. He has to. He's too talented. With another quarterback. I don't think it's going to happen with Justin Fields. Okay. The connection's not there. All right. Uh, very good. We're going to hop over to defenses here in just a minute. Let me remind everybody they can follow you over on Twitter at Peewee31. Of course, you can follow me at Loafinit. Don't forget to follow Show at FI Today with a little underscore. Please, if you listen to the to the show, we appreciate you already retweeting. We appreciate the quote teach. We appreciate you getting the getting the GFS Dreamer podcast out there. But leave a review. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Pass the word along about the good uh, entertainment. Halloween edition of the DFS Dreamer podcast. All right, so we're going over to defenses, right? I'm, okay. I'm going to hit my DSTs right now. And we look down at the bottom, Pierre. I, I, I don't know about the bottom. I, I don't know. I like <laughs> I like the Lions over at 2,300. I don't mind them against Philadelphia. Uh, but it doesn't seem, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but it doesn't seem like Jalen really uh, makes the big mistakes that much. He doesn't, and, and he runs. Quite a bit himself, and you, you tend to want to go for defenses that are playing against a team that's got to throw the ball because uh-huh. uh, you're hoping for, you know, sacks and, you know, pick sixes, turnovers like that. Whereas if you have a, a team that's more going to run the ball, and I know they don't hand it off to Sanders, but Hurts uses his legs quite a bit. It's kind of hard for them to get there at times. Uh, but down here in this range, um, I actually think Washington is interesting. Uh, 2,100. Going up against Denver, uh, you mentioned it. They're they're getting Judy back. Uh, they they have some guys that can catch the ball, so they're they're not just going to run the ball. Teddy's gonna gonna put it up in the air, and uh, I feel like Washington's kind of slowly, you know, getting a little better. They didn't look terrible against Rodgers and the Packers uh, last week. They were kind of in that game uh, up until the the overturn of the the touchdown for for Heineke. But you look at what seven, eight points, five points, mm-hmm. six points the last four. Uh, that's really what you want right there for 2100 they're almost minimum salary uh so if they can get you that seven or eight you're you're happy you're you're taking that all day uh, again you looking for, for chase young to maybe get a couple sacks on teddy bridgewater hopefully sure. an interception or so and they're paying that off 
I, I, I may have been eating too much candy corn over the last uh, couple of days. Yeah, I may have been. But, you eat it with peanuts? Uh, no, no. But candy corn with peanuts? Yeah, it's like a payday. It's it's amazing. If you like paydays. If you don't like paydays, ignore me. If you like the candy bar paydays, eat your candy corn with peanuts. I promise you. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm not opposed. All right. Uh, but the, I, I, I may have had a sugar buzz when I was thinking this. <laughs> the, New Orleans, the New Orleans Saints. Oh. A contrarian play at 2,500. They are a really good defense. And, you know, they already have a book about Tom Brady. They already have a book about the Bucs. They, they, they can do something. They're at home. They play different at home. Tampa Bay is bound to have a bad game because they've been having several good ones. This might be the game. Uh, at New Orleans, the mojo down there in New Orleans on Halloween. We all know it's kind of weird down there in New Orleans uh, yeah. already. And then it's got the mojo going on already. I, look, I, I, contrarian play. Build a lineup with the New Orleans Saints in there this weekend. I just have a feeling. I mean, it's not bad because even if you look at their, their two matchups last year, uh, 17 points in week one against Brady, 16 points in week nine against Brady. So they they, they definitely showed up. Uh, it wasn't a team I was looking at, but when you said that, I, I got to look at in the some of the past just because I knew they would have played Brady last year, being in the same division. And yeah, um, that's good. Like the playoffs didn't go too well; they got zero. But <laughs> okay, this is the playoffs. <laughs> this is the playoffs. We're talking regular <laughs> season, so at uh, home, and, that place is going to be rocking. You, you could be right there at twenty five. And and and, and on the Pick a Pigskin Winter Podcast, we'll encourage you to go over there and subscribe to that podcast as well. That Pierre and I will be on in just a little while here after this program is over. But uh, the Pick a Pigskin Winter Podcast, I, I was doing some histor- historical work for that one as well, and then I was like, oh, New Orleans is really in contention this week. So <laughs> anyway, I. I also yeah. the Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Browns, Pierre's, uh, I know they are a very strong defense. I know who Pittsburgh is, but I know who they were before the last time we saw them, too. And they weren't a very good football team. So I look at the Cleveland Browns at 3K there. I don't think I'm I'm doing too bad. Yeah, Cleveland's not bad at 3K. Again, at home, big divisional matchup. Hope to get turnovers from Ben. I don't mind your Bears, uh, 2700 I feel it's a, a pretty good price for them. Uh, yeah, they got torched by by Brady and Rodgers, but before that, you know, they held Carr in check. Uh, they, they played the Lions and were fine. They, they got 20 against Burrow and the Bengals when they were at home. So you look at Jimmy Garoppolo coming in, didn't play really that well at all uh, against the Colts on Sunday night. So this could be a, a similar letdown. Uh, I thought they might go to, to Lance if he was healthy. It would give like the, the battle of the rookies. Doesn't look like that's going to happen. So I, I don't mind your Bears 2,700. Okay, and we would say the Rams are in play against Houston. If you can afford it, that's a big price to pay. Uh, of course, we I, I would stay away from Pittsburgh personally against the Browns. I don't care who's that quarterback. I, Pittsburgh defense has let me down several times this year. The Buccaneers <laughs> surely sound like a good defense to play this week at 4,200, but that's a lot of points to be able to get back for that three times the value. So I, I don't know about that. Uh, but the Broncos, the Broncos look a little juicy at 34K too. Yeah, and I like the Bills right under them at yeah. 33 going up against Miami. They shut them out earlier this year, so uh, I know two is playing a little bit better. Uh, I think he missed that first game. It was Jacoby Brissett, but I, I still like the Bills at 33. Over at running backs, Pierre, we got uh, s- several guys. And and the first one on the board, of course, is Derrick Henry at 8,900. All right? Now, yeah. I want to take this all the way down to Swift at 7,100. It's not that far, but it sounded far. Uh, <laughs> and, and- <laughs> In this, when I looked at this, I went, holy cow, look at there. There are three handsome young men there. Uh, down there at the kind of kind of in this in this little field. You got Najee Harris at the bottom at 75, Jonathan Taylor at 72, and DeAndre Swift at 71. Right? Mm-hmm. You got those those three guys. And then you got the veterans up above them. But how 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 interesting to me it was when I saw, wow, three rook- kind of rookies. I, I still say Swift and Taylor are kind of rookies because they just haven't played that many games due to injury and so forth. So they're all young guys, nice young hands. Would you rather have the three rookies this week or the three veterans? And now that's a tough question because Derrick Henry is playing your Indianapolis Colts. He's mm-hmm. at 8,900. Kamara is at 8,700, and he's going against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is a very tough run defense. And Austin Eckler, of course, like you were saying, Bill Belichick takes away the best player, and he's going against New England. As he's at 7,900. Would you rather have Najee against Cleveland, Jonathan Taylor against Tennessee, and DeAndre Swift? Which one would you rather have? I take the vets. Um I know they're in tougher matchups, but I, I still – Henry, he just runs up and down on the, the coats. I've got to witness that firsthand. 
Uh, you even look at that week three, he had 113 yards, 22 fancy points. He didn't even score a touchdown that game. Uh, and he plays better on the road. He Derrick Henry averages 30 and a half points uh, on the road compared to, to 18 at home. Uh, when you look at his, his last two years that I have here. So uh, I do like Henry. He's kind of right above everyone in the field. Uh, obviously highest price for a reason. Kamara, again, the, the Bucks really, really tough defense, tough against the run. Uh, but he can catch the ball out of the backfield, and, and that's where he's going to be really the beneficiary. You saw Herbert. You know, Herbert got going uh, a little bit <laughs> last <laughs> week against the, the Buccaneers. So Kamara, we, we seen him torch Seattle. He had 10 catches. 128 yards, 10 catches for a running back. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to be involved. He's the, the main offense there for New Orleans. So I still like him. And the same goes for, for Eckler. I know that Belichick may try to take him away, but uh, he's still going to be involved in the passing game as well. So when you got those guys with the upside for one that they have to get you, you know, 30 plus, then you add in the fact that, you know, they can catch balls, maybe not Henry as much as the other two, but they can just hurt you in different ways to where you don't really need them to be involved in the running game. Uh, because they can't be involved in the passing game. Okay. All right. I can see that. DeAndre Swift should have a big game this week, though. I, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to say yeah. that. He's been really good. <laughs> All right. Let's go from our next little set here. Uh, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon at 6,900 in a smash spot, it appears, against the New York Jets. I think he's going to be chalk all over the, fo- all over the board. <laughs> Probably. Uh, but let's go all the way down to Chuba Hubbard. Uh, let's play yes, no, or maybe so. Okay, let's let's okay. let's go with Joe Mixon. Yes, no, or maybe so. You should play him, and he'll hit three times its value on Sunday. I'm gonna go maybe so. Um, it's kind of right in the middle. He's done it twice uh, this year. Again, it's a good matchup against the Jets, but you just never know. You know if Chase is gonna get deep Higgins. So he's a maybe so for me. All right, Chubb. Yeah, probably no. I just. I worry with him coming off the injury, uh, mm-hmm. how much he's going to be involved. They might want to keep Dearness Johnson involved because of the, the big game he had for him. So they may maybe use Dearness in that Kareem Hunt type role. We'll see how that goes. So I'm just going to go no because I don't know that the Chubb workload quite a bit yet. Yes, no, or maybe so for James Robinson. I need a big yes from you yeah, for my it's redraft. A, it's a yes. Okay. It's a yes. I like James Robinson. Uh, they finally started to, to get him involved after the first couple weeks. Uh, we mentioned, you know, Carlos Hyatt. Uh, finally being on the bench there, and that's because Robinson's a good – he's a really good running back. I don't understand why they drafted Etienne, but uh, it seems to hit though there. Uh, obviously, Etienne's out for the season, but I do like James Robinson, so he's a yes at 6,600 against Seattle. Anderson Jr. against the Texans. Yes, he's he's currently the probably the top points per dollar guy right now, 6,500. Uh, if you don't like Stafford uh, to have the big game, that probably means that they're going to be ahead – Running the ball, and I think that's going to be Daryl Henderson doing so. Leonard Fournette against the Saints at sixty three hundred. I'm going to go no with Fournette this week. He's he's been the the main guy there. Uh, a lot of folks thought it'd be Ronald Jones. I I felt it would be Fournette. Otherwise, I don't see why they would have picked him up like they did. And uh, just New Orleans, like you stated, they have a pretty good defense, uh, good run defense as well. Uh, so this could be a lower scoring game than people realize. Mm-hmm. So I know the point total is at fifty, so it's higher right now. But uh, this could go under. We'll, we'll see how it plays out. But I'm going to go no for Fournette. Really weird spot here for Cordero Patterson at 6,200. <laughs> Cordero's been weird all year long, but it's going against the Carolina Panthers, uh, who's, who are just landsliding right now. Six, well, yes, no, or maybe so for Cordero. He's a maybe so. Um, he's close to a yes. Uh, what what concerns me is now they're getting healthier. Uh, he, he didn't get the targets last week. So you look at the weeks before, he was really mm. getting all types of targets. You know, nine, seven, seven, six. He got five. He only caught two. But, I mean, you got to think Ridley's back. Uh, you got Russell Gage returned. Pitts is kind of emerging. So, I'm not sure how much they'll need to use him in the passing game. He He's still a good tool to have. Uh, but I'm just going to go maybe so, just so I can see those targets come back up for him. I could see him really taking on, because he's not a traditional running back, uh, kind of what what, what's the, what was the guy's name from Washington? Or he's in Washington now. He was a Panther last year. Mm-hmm. McKissick? No, 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 no. He's the wide receiver is kind of injured and everything. Oh, Curtis Samuel. Yeah, thank you, Samuel. I knew it was something like that. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be in that Samuel kind of a uh, role. It's just, uh, oh, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit inconsistent, but, you know, he's getting 20 points. We'll see what happens. He's getting uh, carries. I mean, he's gotten 14 carries back to back. He's crushing all Mike Davis owners throughout yeah. the world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Harris. Hey, what about Harris for New England this week? Yes, no, or maybe so? Uh, Ah, no. 
Okay. I like Harris, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go no. I like the Chargers defense, but man, he's been good. Chuba Hubbard finally at six K. Yeah, well, yes, I, I like Chuba here. Expect him to have a bounce back. Uh, kind of let down against the the Giants, but that that team just struggled twenty five to three. Uh, I feel like Elena can can give up a, a few points on the the ground. You saw uh, Miles Gaskin get in uh, last week on a, a pass, so if they can get him involved in the passing game, I do like Chuba Hubbard. 5,700 comes in for Gibson here, Antonio Gibson, which is really weird. You know, to see Antonio Gibson down here at 5,700, the guy just hasn't been able to get it together this year. Uh, let's go all the way down to 5K and Kenneth Gainwell. All right, let's go all the way down there to Kenneth Gainwell. And just let, let's, you know, you pick one for me, I pick one for you. How about that? Okay, so I'm, I'm going to take the 5K guy. I'm taking Gainwell uh, for you. I, I really like him this week, especially if Miles Sanders misses. Uh, he's also involved in that that passing game. Sanders has missed uh, practice Wednesday, Thursday. You look at last last week when he came in, he got 15 points, right? What you need it, you know. He got it. You know, he only had five attempts for 20 in rushing, but he had four for 41 uh, passing and a touchdown. You expect him to be more part of the game plan uh, to start. You know, now that Miles Sanders is missing practice, so I, I do like Gainwell, and that is my gift to you at, at 5K. Yeah, thank you very much. And and I, you know who I'm going to pick because I well I I don't know. I'm struggling for this pick really for you because I wanted to go first and and I forgot to tell you because I wanted to pick Gainwell and then decisions because I really don't see anybody else that I'm just excited excited about. Uh, Eli Mitchell he he looks a little bit appealing to me at 5400, but mm-hmm. once again he just hasn't been able to produce for us each and every week. He got 20 last week against the Colts. I think he could probably do that because uh, Marvin Joe Jr. or not Marvin Joe who, who's a uh, it wasn't Fournette last week. It was Ronald Jones. Jones. He ran a lot over the Bears, and I think Eli Mitchell is more explosive than maybe Ronald Jones is. They're pretty close, but I, I'm going to give you Eli Mitchell this week against the Bears. It's kind of a contrarian. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't mind him, really. He he looks pretty good when he's out there. Uh, he's a healthy back there What San Francisco, not Trey Sermon. I know they got hasty back you know, last week, but he really wasn't part of the game plan. You know, 18 for 107. He was torching. Uh, the Colts early, why they went away from kind of him and just the way they were were spreading the they're spreading the coats out where they were basically stretching mm-hmm. the field uh, with the run and they kind of got away from that. Uh, so I don't mind him. I like their guy in Chicago. I like Herbert Khalil Herbert. Uh, we just saw you know Jonathan Taylor look pretty good against this 49er defense. They're they're definitely not the same. It doesn't seem like on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, but 18 for 100 against Tampa Bay, who we knows a stout defense when it comes to the run and they kind of funnel, you know, you to the run uh, to make you kind of pass the ball. Cause they take away the run from you uh, 18 for a hundred week before that 19 for 97. Uh, Damian Williams came back and really didn't have much of a, much of a game uh, plan for him. So give me a Herbert 5,400. I'm going to give you a bear. Hopefully that's okay. <laughs> Thank you. I really don't like these other guys. I, I almost want to say Zach Moss, but I don't know that he can get to the 15-point mark like we mm-hmm. want him to each and every week. Uh, for you especially, being my friend, he'd have to hit that for the 15 <laughs> uh, th- for the three times the value. And I don't want to pick a Denver Bronco because I just don't know which one. If I'm yep. going to pick any of them, I'm going to probably pick Williams, though. He seems to have uh, finding the red zone a little bit more often than Mar- Mel- Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It will be him, if anyone, but I don't. I don't like many down here either. Okay. Anybody else on the list that you see? I, I just see one person. One person, Pierre. Yeah, Michael and Carter. I, no, it's not Michael yeah. Carter. Uh, but but yes, they're gonna have to it, no matter, they're gonna they're gonna concentrate on the run, you would think, a little bit more against Cincinnati mm-hmm. just because they don't want to put the whatever quarterbacks in there. Yeah, in, Mike White, you know, a creative player for Madden. They don't want to put him in, in mm-hmm. danger. But I mean Carter got, you know, he caught eight balls last week, uh, had nine targets. If that's a, a part of what they're going to do with Mike White, some of those dump-offs, it could definitely make uh, Michael Carter in play. Uh, the other person I was thinking about was DJ da- Dallas. Uh, it just doesn't look yeah. like Alex Collins is in play. Uh, he didn't play that well last week. Something's hurt. Something's banged up. And DJ Dallas is just that all-around back for them, I think, uh, even more so than Penny maybe. So I'd give you DJ Dallas just kind of as a flyer. I know he didn't score any DraftKings points last week, <laughs> but that was against the New Orleans Saints against Pittsburgh. He did get 10, and I think maybe they need to get the ball a little bit more his direction. Yeah, uh, potentially. That's, that's the backfield I'm trying to stay away from right now. I understand that. Many options. I, I <laughs> uh, you mentioned Moss. I do think you got to look at Singletary as well as okay. a, a, a potential one. You look at his one really solid game this year. It came against Miami. 
uh, had 17 points, 13 carries, 82 yards, and a touchdown. You look at them being, you know, big favorites, big point totals, 4,600. You never know with Emma Moss, but he, he's definitely a flyer at 46. And just when you think you figured out the New England Patriots, they go ahead and give seven targets to Brandon Bolden, get him <laughs> right. in the end zone, he gets 20 fantasy points. Uh, and Brandon yeah, now he's yeah. at 4,500. Just, uh, just yeah. maybe, maybe, but stay away. Maybe, I don't know what you want to do. Hey, build me a lineup, Peter. All right, so I usually start with quarterback. I'm not doing that this week because I'm really? starting with Cooper Cup, no matter what. Okay. <laughs> Put him in here first. Uh, so give me Cup. Uh, uh, give me Henry. Uh, I like Derrick Henry against the Colts. I like him on the road. And I'm actually going to go with the Colts. So I mentioned that Michael Pittman's currently great now. as the, the best points per dollar play uh, at wide receiver. So I'm going to go Pittman. I'm going to stack him up with Wentz uh, as the bring back. So that gives me a correlation uh, with Wentz and Pittman. Uh, highest total on the slate uh, with 51 in this game. And then the, the bring back with Derrick Henry. So that works out pretty well uh, when it comes to my build here. Going to save a little bit at defense. I'm going to punt. Uh, give me the, the Washington football team uh, there at 2,100. Uh, not needing much. Hopefully a few sacks against Bridgewater. Uh, we'll be good to go there. Uh, let's go up to mm, running back. Let me give me Gainwell. So 5K, I don't expect Miles Sanders to play. If he does, uh, scratch Gainwell, get him out of there. Maybe uh, try to find some money for it, for Henderson. But I'm going to go Gainwell here uh, for 5K. Uh, like a guy you brought up at receiver, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, there at 5,400 to give me a part of that that Bills total, uh, which is currently at 31 and a half points. Uh, tight end, give me Jared Cook. Uh, he's great now. He's the, the best tight end uh, play when it comes to points per dollar uh, for me. Um, obviously, you know, Pitts and, and Hawkinson are up there. But when it comes to the value, uh, Jared Cook's great out really well, 3,400. And I'll close it out with T. Higgins, 5,200. Uh, hopefully it's one of those off games for Chase. Uh, T. Higgins can maybe get in the end zone. Uh, 52 feels like too cheap uh, coming off a 15-target game. Uh, so give me Higgins to close it out. Okay, that looks good. I am depositing my quarter right now, Pierre. Very much. Very good. All right. What a bunch of knowledge you have. I look forward to talking to you over there at the Pick and Pick Skin Winter Podcast here on the flip side of the DFS Dreamer Podcast, which we're on right now. You can follow Pierre at Wee 31 over on Twitter. Don't forget about following me at Loafinit, and don't don't forget about following the show at FI Today with that little underscore at the end. Please subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, tell everybody about it, but more importantly than all those actions, FitFam, we want to encourage you to find a way to make a positive impact in somebody's life today.